Uh, is this thing still on? It's been a while. This show's been on hiatus for a couple of months. I told you that Doug and I were going to put something together, the likes of which you had not ever seen before, and I still plan to do that. But it's not going to happen in the immediate future because I've got bigger things on my plate right now. So what I wanted to do was, well, something. And uh, Doug and I started talking, and he said, Hey, um, hey, remember the Deeper Thought podcast you did a couple of years ago? Doug and I decided that we could go through some of those episodes. Over the next several weeks, several months, you're going to get access to what you previously weren't able to. Hopefully, this little provocation will help you sell something that you haven't sold before. And uh, stay tuned for these episodes as they drop week over week. I think you're going to take something away from them. I know you're going to be entertained by them. And uh, I just, I can't wait to talk to you again real soon. My name's Jeff Bajoric, and my career in sales has been a hell of a ride. And I want to bring you along with me. If you prefer to sell things at a premium, if you never want to win a deal on price, rethink the way you sell. Welcome back to the show. My name is Jeff Bajoric. I'm your host. I'm here to help you rethink the way you sell. Today, I'm going to help you rethink your mindset, particularly around the ups and downs in a sales career. The inevitable ups and downs, the peaks, the valleys, you know, when you're at a peak that there's a valley, relatively speaking, uh, coming and you know, you have to know that when you feel like you're in a valley, you got to keep going because there's a peak coming soon. I had a, uh, a manager tell me early on, he said, Jeff, don't get too high with the highs. Don't get too low with the lows. Great. That makes sense. But what? I just don't really know how to interpret that. It's true. I can validate that 17 years later, but you don't always understand what that means. So what I want to do today is tell you a story of one of my favorite places on the planet. If you know me, if you paid attention to me for any time, you know I'm I'm a really I'm an avid golfer. And to me, golf is kind of a spiritual experience. I get to be outside. I get to be someplace beautiful. I get to appreciate humps and hollows and valleys and hills and things like that. And just spend time in the fresh air with my friends. Doing something so ridiculous as whacking a little white ball around trying to find it so I can whack it again. I recognize in the silliness of the game how grateful I am. How humbling it is to be able to play a game that's relatively expensive. There's really no relatively about it. It's pretty damn expensive. And I get to do that at some really nice places. And it, it helps me to remember my gratitude in those moments. And one of the best places to do that is this place in Southern Oregon, right on the coast. Like the fourth tee box at Pacific Dunes. Like you look straight down 100 feet and it's the beach in the Pacific Ocean. And you look out across the waves and like next stop Japan, right? Like it's just, it's so humbling at that kind of, that juncture of land and sea. Well, there's another spot at that resort that I think is really special. And it's a labyrinth. And uh, it was dedicated to one of the founders of the resort. And a labyrinth is kind of like a maze. Except the difference between a labyrinth and a maze is that a maze is designed to confuse you. It hopes, as much as a, an inanimate object can hope, it hopes that you give up. You'll get confused. You'll give up. You'll stop. Whereas a labyrinth, 
which looks like a maze, has one way in and one way out. There are no dead ends. And that's something a lot of people don't fully appreciate. I want to share with you, you know, my experience at this labyrinth. And I sought it out. We, we, it was a, there was a day that was there in 2019. I knew about this place because I'm a fanatic and I read up about resorts like this and stuff. I made my way out early in the morning one day when we had a later tea time. I found this just the most amazing, quiet, serene place in the middle just of this clearing in the woods. And there's a dedication on a sign right outside the labyrinth before you walk in. And I want to I want to read it to you and I want to help you understand where this is coming from and I promise this will all tie together. I've walked this labyrinth. It's a walking meditation path. I have meditated in this labyrinth. I have prayed in this labyrinth. I have cried in this labyrinth and I have felt extremely grateful for the lessons that I know I have learned, for the lessons that I know I still have yet to learn and for the gratitude that I get to do something like this in a place so special. So before you get into this walking meditation sign outside, says, the labyrinth is a metaphor for our journey through life. Its path leads toward an inner light, to the center of our self and the center of the sacred, one and the same. Its direction, at times, is confusing, taking us around and then back again. Yet, it is through this circular journey of discovery and growth that we reconnect to where we once began. How beautiful is that? Think about it, though. What this is telling us is that the direction, at times, though confusing, going back and forth, up and down, we don't understand why. And it feels like just as soon as you feel you pick up some speed and you are on the right path, it feels like you're asked to turn around or you're asked to take a sharp turn in another direction. The joke is that you're always on the right path. The point is that there's only one path and you're on it. And as long as you keep taking steps, as long as you keep moving forward, you're going to get to where you need to be, regardless of whether or not right now you're where you think you should be. Can you appreciate that? Is that too meta? Right? I think we have these expectations. As human beings, I certainly do. I get caught up in them all the time. Like, I should be better at this. I should be succeeding now. I should not be having as much of a struggle at this point right now because I've done too much. I've earned better. I've done better. I deserve better. Yet, everywhere you go, there you are. Right where you need to be. Your job is to try to decode why you need to be there. If you're not where you need to be, then why not? Or if you're not where you think you're supposed to be, why not? That's the question. And that's kind of the purpose of the walking meditation 
through and around this, you know, beautiful little walking path in a clearing in the woods in southwestern Oregon. But we're talking about swagger. We're talking about mindset. We're talking about leaning into adversity. We're talking about being curious in the face of frustration. Something I didn't learn until very, very recently. And I wrote about this two years ago. I still don't fully appreciate it or at the very least need to be reminded of it. Because if I'm not where I want to be, there's a reason. And the response is not to complain. The response is to question. It's to be curious. It's to look inward rather than blaming outward. This is what top performers do. We've talked about this. We've talked about a bigger picture. We've talked about taking responsibility. We've talked about not blaming others. We've talked about, you know, seeking the bigger meaning in whatever is in front of us. Are you doing that? Could you do more of it? Are you patient enough to pursue this? Or... Are you just looking for the next quick fix? Are you just looking for the next how-to guide to paint by numbers? Just show me the way. Tell me the thing to say. Tell me the thing to write. Come on. This has got to be scientific. It's got to be, there's got to be something uh, so simple. Yeah, the, the simple thing that you're missing, the simple concept that you're missing is that you need to turn inward in these moments. You need to be still. You need to try to figure out what's working, what's not working. And sometimes you have to be willing to dig into things and be curious about things that you thought you could give up on. And you can't. And you know what? The further you get on that journey, the more complicated the situation becomes. And to the point where you get somewhere and you're stuck and you can't realize, you can't even think about why you're stuck until you do realize that, oh, yeah, it's this simple thing that I thought I could ignore. There's always something. You'll never master selling. You'll get closer and closer to mastery, but you will never perfect it. It's kind of like golf in that regard. One of the reasons I love those two things so much. A labyrinth which I believe is the proper metaphor for the journey we're on, has one way in and one way out. Your, 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 your responsibility, your mission, is to keep moving forward. You may be directed, you may have to turn around and go backward, but you need to keep moving forward. No step is too small so long as it's headed in the right direction and you keep taking steps. So the only way you don't get through the labyrinth and end up where you want to be, where you need to be, where you deserve to be, is if you stop. So keep moving forward. I tell this story, I get into it a little bit, at the end of uh, Rethink the Way You Sell When It Goes Sideways. Um, I've also talked about this on my blog. I'll link to um, both in the show notes here if you want to dig in a little bit. If you're just curious to learn more about some of the other uh, things that I think about when I revisit this place in my head, and I can't wait to revisit it again in the future. I don't know when that's going to happen, but it needs to be sooner. <laughs> um, shoot me a message, jbhfbajoric.com. You know how to get a hold of me. You can find me on the socials. 
Um, I love talking about this stuff. And this is a little bit of the woo-woo kind of mystical stuff that I really appreciate and enjoy about the path that I've chosen, the career that I've chosen. And I believe that it's a valuable perspective to take a look at our lives in general, particularly what we've chosen as careers. So thanks for spending the last 12 minutes or so with me talking about a silly path in a silly forest at a silly golf resort in one of the most beautiful places on earth. Uh, Even if you're not a golfer, I think you probably could take something away from this. And um, I'm really looking forward to wrapping this season up with you. The next episode will be the last one for season two, already working on season three. And I can't wait to bring that to you as well. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your time with me. Thank you for sharing your attention. And I hope you're thinking about this stuff. I hope you're rethinking the way you sell. I'll talk to you soon. Rethink the Way You Sell is a Pot About It production. It's mixed and edited by Doug Branson, with music by Blue Dot Sessions and Doug Branson. This podcast is masterminded by Jeff Bajoric.